you're listening to Living Off Grit. I am your host, Lucia, and I just want to take a quick moment to thank everyone who tuned in to the launch episodes. I didn't know what to expect, but I am so grateful to each and every one of you who tuned in and who also messaged me and DM'd me on Instagram to let me know that they loved it and that something resonated with them or impacted them in some way means so much to me. You have no idea. So thank you so much for tuning in. Now let's talk about showing up for yourself as yourself or as the person that you want to become. And even if you're around my age or older, maybe you're still not the person that you want to be. And we'll be talking a little bit about how I was able to get to where I am in regards to the person that I am. Okay, so as a kid, how was I? (laughs) Honestly, very similar to who I am today. And I was that kid that you see in movies uh, who likes homework, who asks for extra homework, who is reading ahead, who raises their hand in class, who the teacher appoints to stand in front of the class if they walk out, right? If they have to go to the restroom, then they tell student to like stay up by the chalkboard and kind of be in charge. I was that kid in elementary school. This really made kids want to call me a nerd and a teacher's pet, oh my gosh. The amount of time that I heard nerd and teacher's pet throughout my elementary school life is ridiculous kids were cruel and maybe not directly to my face at the beginning as in like first grade through fourth grade but I would hear them talk about me they would say my name and they were only feet away and yes I loved to read did art yes I was very smart but I was also very sweet to people to the kids I was really nice even though they were mean to me I couldn't understand why they didn't like me. I thought there was something wrong with me. But even then, I never changed who I was. I didn't come to school and start failing or not raise my hand anymore or no, not want to read or not participate in the spelling bee. You don't really have the thought process of how do I change or this isn't normal. To me, that was my normal to read to do homework, to do good in school. Plus, I came from a strict household where you had to do good in school, so it wasn't really an option. Now, in retrospect, I'm so happy that I didn't fall under pressure. I was mostly hurt about the whole situation rather than trying to change myself for them to like me. Yeah, I actually liked school. (laughs) Is it my fault? No, I don't know. You know, is it my fault that the teacher would choose me to be in front of the class? But also, as an adult now, you would choose the kid who is calm, who's not causing a ruckus, who's not being the class clown, who's the little responsible kid. It makes sense. Unfortunately, that is inviting the kids to just make fun of you because then they start thinking that, Maybe you think you're better than them, right, in some way, which I did not feel like that at all. I actually thought that I kind of sucked because no one liked me. 
So my self-esteem was not that great when I was in elementary school. I never went home and told my parents until it went too far. I think it was fourth grade where I was just tired. I think I was just fed up of being bullied, of being talked about when I didn't do anything to these kids. We were having a spelling bee. I remember it like it was yesterday. We were having a spelling bee. It was me and this other kid left and all these kids started telling the other kid to beat me that they didn't want me to win. I mean, like straight up in front of the class, I ended up winning and I remember they did not like it at all that I won. And I was up there with tears in my eyes trying to like keep it together so they wouldn't see that they had gotten to me. As soon as I got home, I just started crying. And I remember telling my dad and my mom that I was being made fun of and that I had already been bullied for a while throughout the years, but that I've had enough. Parents ended up calling the principal. There was a huge meeting with like three or four girls and all of their parents and my parents. And after that, it ended. But I mean, after that, it was either way. No one was my friend. They were even more pissed off because I quote unquote told on them. But I never changed who I was. Oh, and I forgot to mention another thing. <laughs> Jeez, they really called me a lot of things. But they would also call me church girl because I was in the choir and I was probably overly involved in the church. That's because my dad was the choir director and so many other things for the church. And again, as a kid, you don't get to choose your life. A little eight-year-old, ten-year-old just deciding what my life was going to be and the person that I wanted to be. All of that kind of just led to low self-esteem and self-worth issues. And I pretty much just ended up burying my feelings further into the arts and writing and reading. And that never really changed when I was a kid. I was very much into my feelings because people would always hurt me. You know, even if they were little kids, I was a little kid myself. No one wants to be talked bad about or made fun of for who you are. Luckily, <laughs> I joined this summer program in between sixth grade and seventh grade. And oh my gosh, I ended up meeting, like finding my people. You know, they were artsy, they were smart. Um, they were, like I said, creative. We were probably like the coolest kids. We had personalities. We had um, hobbies. We loved music. We would talk about music. Our journals were decorated with Nirvana and Metallica. We knew who we were as kids. We didn't bend who we were because kids were calling us freaks and all this stuff. And that eventually just got old. As a little seventh grader, kids kind of just gave up. And because I found, quote unquote, like my crew, if anyone ever said anything, it didn't really matter. So I joined journalism class, still did art class, and I started getting into musicals. So once I left middle school and I had to go into high school, I knew exactly who I was. However, once I got to high school, that was really difficult. Because I went from being in middle school and having a bunch of guy friends to an all-girl private high school. It was so difficult to adjust. 
I thought I was going to lose my mind. In the first week, I remember telling my parents, I can't do this. Why is this happening? I cannot stand being in a school with 400 girls. I was losing my freaking mind. And of course, because I knew exactly who I was by the time I was 14 or 15, uh, that didn't really sit well with some of the girls. And I've always been this way. I cannot fake it. If I think someone is not a good person, if I think someone is mean to other girls or to other people, I cannot be your friend. I rather just be okay with you not liking me and not talking to you and being cordial rather than faking it. Now, I'm going to skip a lot because this isn't really like a full-on story time about my life, but in high school, we would have a class retreat every year. And for my junior retreat, I didn't want to go, but I did go and I just kind of sucked it up. But then our senior retreat, oh my gosh, let me tell you, I refused to go because imagine it's, it already been like three years of BS practically of like hanging around people and like just listening to gossip and all this stuff that I was just kind of tired and my best friend at the time. I told her to please read a letter that I had written at the for the retreat because I wasn't gonna go and in the letter I just pretty much said my piece I said hey I have some friends in this friend group I know that we're a big group but some of us don't like each other and some of us talk crap about each other and I'm not going to be part of this group anymore. I'm tired of this, this, and that. Like, I listed so many things I was tired of. Not that I threw anyone under the bus, but I'm pretty sure every person there in the group knew exactly who was talking about each other. Well, Monday comes and the friend group is torn apart. Everything was not the same anymore and people were upset. I was happy about it only because everyone kind of just found who they were actually friends with. We always want to find validity in ourselves through other people, especially from people that you really don't care about. Never in my existence have I sat there and said, oh my God, I care so much about what this person is saying about me. And they're calling me a nerd and a freak and a church girl and a teacher's pet. So let me just change myself and be someone else. Like, no, who cares? All you need is to validate yourself. That's all you need. You don't need validation from from anybody else. And I continued being unapologetically myself no matter what. I thought I was the most confident person and that I didn't get nervous or anything. I thought I had conquered that in high school because in high school I started doing musicals and being on stage. And honestly, that was a huge confidence booster when you have to be in front of hundreds of people and perform or sing or act. You need that confidence. You can't be afraid. So I thought I had aced my entire life in regards to confidence. But once I became a makeup teacher, and this was 2014, I believe, I was asked to come in and teach a class or do a demo and I had to do the demo as if I was teaching the class I have I had never taught anything before 
sure, I know how to speak and I've been a good speaker and I've acted on stage and things, but to be able to stand there and give a full lesson in regards to something, I was freaking out. (laughs) So I came up with a concept and I remember telling my older brother this and he was like, don't ever repeat this again in your life, but I'm going to repeat it now. (laughs) I said what I had to, what I had to do was pretend to be someone else who was pretending to be me. I don't know if that's going to make sense to you, but that's exactly what I did. I practiced the day before and I was like, Lucia, you are not Lucia right now. You're another person pretending to be you. So it was almost like an out of body experience when I was there doing the demo because I threw myself out of the equation completely. And at the time, people called me by my middle name, which honestly made things kind of easier to be someone else because they weren't calling you by your first name anymore. And you were just like, okay, I got this. So I showed up and oh my gosh, I did so well. I don't know how the hell I pulled it off, but by the end of it, the owner was very impressed thinking that I did amazing. So anyway, needless to say, got the job. And the only reason why I was able to pull through that was seriously pretending to be someone else pretending to be me. And that's like when people say like, fake it till you make it right. And some people don't like that concept. I do in regards to fear. If you are fearful of something, if you're scared that you're going to be, you know, nervous or anything like that, or have anxiety, then you would have to fake it. You have to fake like you're not And maybe you just freak out afterwards, right? But during something important, if you have to fake it until you make it, why not? And eventually you do become that person. I had to do that every class that I taught because, again, I wasn't used to being a teacher. I wasn't used to having authority. I wasn't used to commanding an entire class. So I had to fake it until eventually I didn't even fake it. And I ended up being, I think, a great teacher from what my... I was going to say from what my kids told me, from what my students told me, they thought I was great. So I'm glad I was able to fake it until I made it. Unfortunately, like I mentioned in the last episode, right after I left the Makeup Academy, I went through a traumatic event and suffered memory loss uh, due to PTSD. Uh, All that you are as a person, it's all encompassing your past the person that you were as a kid everything that you went through in your life experiences relationships heartbreak love pain joy everything and if you have complete memory loss you don't know who you are anymore I completely lost my sense of self I couldn't remember anything besides from that day forward if I sat there and I thought about anything I couldn't I like nothing would come to my mind it was it was just blank and I I didn't know who I was anymore and I was very depressed for a long time because I was like what does this mean if I have no past then who am I one day I don't know who told me this I want to say it was my mother she told me that I should stop wanting to be the woman from even a week ago because I was no longer that person anyway. After what I lived through, I changed completely. You do change. 
if something is so overpowering to your soul, you can no longer be the same woman. This was my opportunity to basically become anyone who I wanted to be. And I took that concept and I was like, oh my gosh, if I have memory loss, then I can't remember all the bad things, all the good things, like at all, you know? I mean, the only thing I remembered was what actually happened to me. But I mean, from my entire past, from the bullying, from all this stuff, or, you know, all the bad things, all the relationships, all the abuse, like all of this stuff, that wasn't going to be part of me. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I can start completely over. And so I took that concept. What hobbies have I always wanted? What, like, what have I always wanted to do? Um, I, I did remember that I liked sports. So I started going to hockey games. I started just kind of doing and trying everything and anything and see what stuck. And I think I still do that now. Honestly, that hasn't really stopped at all of wanting to just do everything because I could just do anything and become anyone that I want to be. Once I started feeling like a person again, then came the thing of being too much. And I would hear this mostly from men that I was too much in regards to I wanted to do too much. I knew how to do too much too many talents, uh, knowing too much about different things. Um, even though I didn't come off arrogant, it was apparently an issue that I was too talented, that I knew how to do too many things or that I was too curious about life. In my last relationship, I really, really thought <laughs> like I had to dim myself down because this person just thought I was too much, which I couldn't, can't understand because it was mostly about the things that I knew how to do and my personality and the things that I loved and the things that I did for the people that I love and the way that I did my holiday celebrations, special occasions, the way that I plated my food. I mean, anything and everything was quote unquote too much. And I remember after a certain point being like, hey, man, too bad for you. And I would say that to anybody like too bad. Yeah, I am. I am like that. I am a little um, quote unquote extra when it comes to the people that I love. I want things to be beautiful. I want my celebrations to be beautiful. I want to know the most that I can about life. I want to explore life. I want to do as much as I can while I'm on this earth. And I don't know how that's a bad thing. And it isn't. And I would tell anyone who I talk to now and they ask me like, oh, you know how to do this? I'm like, yes, I do. But I do. If someone asks me, I do. I'm not going to sit there and apologize for the person that I am. And I think none of you should. Nobody should ever and nobody should even question the person that you are. If no one likes how you are, then they they don't have to be in your life. They don't have to hang out with you. They don't have to text you, call you, message you or anything. This is a big one, too. People take that concept, but then they're like, oh, only judge, only only God can judge me or only my family can judge me or and I'm like, uh, -uh. I don't agree with that statement. The only person that could judge me is myself and nobody else, not even my family. If my family didn't like that I was 
uh, talented or uh, independent or confident or whatever or have too much energy and I like to joke around that is not my problem at all <laughs> you know <laughs> like at all you need to be confident in yourself and who you are and the things you want to be and become and not apologize for any of it because life is too short to care we have a tiny amount of time on this earth to be worried about such trivial things as what people do or what people like or their personality or whatever I just took you guys through an entire history of people trying to put me down and trying to attack the person that I am and who I am and I did not buckle down to my knees and was like oh my god I need to change and no it's not happening it didn't happen then it's not happening now and I really hope that all of you are living as yourselves not allowing other people to dictate who you are in a relationship and in regards to family or friends or anything like that just know that you are able to be yourself no matter what and you will find like-minded people. This is a huge reason why I don't let many people into my life. I protect my space. I protect my, even my place where I live. I don't just let anyone come over. I don't just let anyone have my phone number and talk to me. I want to make sure that like-minded people who are kind are in my life. And people who want to be supporters of other people and allow people to be themselves not the opposite so i'm going to end this episode just reminding you to please not give up on yourself ever even when life is bad even if you think you're a certain way about yourself please be nice to yourself be nice to other people don't judge people so much you don't know what they're going through and also don't judge yourself if you're going through something or if you're not who you used to be or you're not where you want to be you will get there don't judge yourself so harshly it's not worth it you want to be able to have peace of mind and happiness and sometimes you bully your own self I've been there who am I oh my I'm a loser I'm this I'm that it's like no girl you just went through some like life-changing things and it's okay and I think we forget that sometimes that life just happens but you have to stay true to yourself through all of it and with that said this episode has come to an end I think that my journey throughout life and school and all of this stuff was very important for me to talk about because I'm pretty sure some of you can relate on some level thanks so much for tuning in I hope you have a great rest of your week and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at livingoffgrids. I will see you next Wednesday.